Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hey everybody, it's Keisha. I just wanted to send a little voice message to give you guys an update on how my life has been for the past month. Um, But first, I'd like to say hi to the new co-host, Trish. I'm so glad that Leticia was able to find someone to partner up with in my absence. Um, Just a little update on me. I am finally getting settled after about a month of being here. Um, My sleep pattern has finally adjusted to the time, which is about a seven hour difference from my home in Ohio. And I am trying to get a daily routine in with my work um, and downtime schedule. I'm hoping to take this time away from my normal life to get some fitness goals in because I don't have the additional things of um, my normal home life that I have to deal with. So I'm looking forward to trying to get some of those goals accomplished. (laughs) I have my fire stick with me, so I am able to keep up with um, the shows, Bolton the Beautiful and Young and the Restless, but all of my shows, thankfully. Um, I'm about, I'm a day behind because on the app, the show at home doesn't load until 5 p.m. Eastern, the day that it airs, um, and which is that equates to 12 a.m. here where I am. So by the time it's loaded, I'm already in the bed, knocked out sleep. Um, so normally what I do, what I have been doing is waiting until Saturday because that's my day off to watch all of the episodes for the week. Um, so I think what I'm going to do is I want to start sending a monthly wrap up with my opinion of the storylines, you know, everything that's going on on the shows. Um, and it's also a way for me to keep in contact with the listeners and the hosts, the show hosts, Leticia and Trish, um, you know, being away from, from home being able to watch Y&R and Bold and the Beautiful and, and listen to the podcast, it gives me a little bit of a sense of normalcy being out here. So I think being able to do like a monthly wrap up of the storylines with my opinions kind of gives me something to look forward to as well. So I miss you all and I'll talk to you all soon. Well, hello, hello, hello. Good evening. How are you? Happy Friday. Good evening. How are you? We had a crazy last couple of weeks, right? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But I wouldn't have changed a thing. I know, right? Oh, my goodness. Um, I think you had something going on the week of the 18th and then the weekend, I should say, of the 16th, 17th, something like that. And then yep. the following in the 23rd 24th was my birthday weekend i was out of town but hey when i got it birthday to you well Well, thank you thank you thank you oh my goodness and uh it's been a pretty interesting week this week on both the soaps oh i agree i have very much enjoyed every day this week i know right so 
first of all, let me welcome everybody from, uh, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where, well, today we have Trish in the house, where Trish and I recap both the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful. This is for the week of April 25th through the 29th. And um, normally we re uh, we do a recap of this week for the young and the restless first. Then we do in the second half of the show, the bold and the beautiful. And then there is a segment called flip the script, where if there is a particular storyline or a scene that we wish we could change, this is where we flip the script. All righty. So, um, what I normally do is I give a summary and then we break down the storyline. So that's pretty much how we do it. Um, I want to welcome, I would say, for, of course, I want to send a shout out to all of our OG listeners on the Anchor Podcast. Thank you so much for coming back and supporting the podcast every week. And I also want to send a shout out to all of the newbie subscribers on the YouTube channel as well so they get a chance to listen to us well and they are absolutely enjoying it uh the channel is growing by leaps and bounds so i appreciate you guys coming over here checking us out and listening to us every week and even all of the other content that um is uploaded to the channel so i appreciate everybody and i appreciate you trish too well, uh, thank you so much, Leticia. I'm just so excited to sit in for Keisha while she's away and grateful to be able to have a conversation with you about um, our favorite shows. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So enough of all of the pleasantries. Without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this. So let me do my summary for The Young and the Restless. And then, like I said, we'll break down the... Um, you know, the whole storylines and everything. So for, let's see, hold on, because my thing and my notes of the way this thing moves is really slow. So I don't know if I need to do some updates or what. Okay, here we go. All right. So for Young and the Restless this week, we saw that Nikki learns that Diane is alive. Mm -hmm. We also have Jack telling Kyle that Diane is alive. Then we have, come on, slow pokey. Hold on. Okay, my system don't want to cooperate. And then we find out Chance tells Sharon that Ray died of a heart attack. And then we also had... um, yeah, well, today, where we saw um, pretty much that Sally and uh, Adam mm-hmm. are saying that they're in love with each other. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. those two together. <laughs> oh, my God. I think that was the best thing they've done since, you know, they decided not to put him and Sharon together. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think they have so much chemistry. They're so much fun to watch and to see their relationship unfold. It's just really... It's a lot of fun. I can't wait to see what else they do with this couple. Yeah, me too. You know what? Here's the thing. Now, because originally they were going to have Chelsea kind of fancy after Ray. Mm -hmm. But now that Jordi Villasuso is no longer on set, 
now it looks like they're moving her back to this whole thing with Adam and Sally. And I'm like, no, no. That <laughs> jealousy face is so ugly. I mean. Did you, did you see that today? Mm-hmm. I did. I did. She's a great actress, but I still want Adam and Sally to stay together. But I love I Chelsea, but she looked so angry. Yeah, I mean, and then she was watching them from afar and, you know, that little spiteful comment she made because she was like, oh, the three of us are playing, you know, there's an, uh, I think Adam said that there's an outing he was taking mm -hmm. Connor on. And then she was like, oh, well, maybe all three of us can take them together. And that was uh, the whole, that shifted that whole conversation. Yeah, it went from a, from a kind checking on you we know you lost your friend to instantly trying to mark territory exactly and exactly. ways yeah and i mean even you know chloe was like why do you care at this mm -hmm. point she shouldn't because she had apparently moved on but now we're back to square one and i'm like writers please don't do this i, I agree with you i'd stop making it that the woman has to have some man every minute, you know, let's let her find her fashion. Let's have a fashion show. I mean, come on, give us something fun with Chelsea and Chloe and let them have a little bit of fun with their new business and stop, stop chasing someone who's obviously not interested in you in that way any longer. And I right. mean, you already said you kind of, you know, raised such a great man and she was spouting all of that. And, to just do that flip right after he died kind of creeped me out. Yeah, okay, so let's kind of talk about that because I was real fussy about that whole thing until the writers decided to kind of throw a little bit of a monkey wrench in this. So, mm -hmm. and I'll tell you why. <clears throat> so, when Ray apparently had this accident with you know, Ashlyn and Victoria and, you know, his car driving over into, you know, Victoria's lane. And we all know the rest of that story. Mm -hmm. Originally, they wanted him to go out by him just being killed in the accident. And so then, you know, seeing this whole conversation between, um, you know, Chelsea freaking out last week. And I kind of talked about it last week on the podcast, mm -hmm. but Chelsea freaking out and, oh, my God, this is my fault. She started ripping up the tickets and whatnot. There was a scene, because here's my thing. Before all of this new news came out in the middle of this week, I was like, you know what, Chelsea? You were trying to be conniving. The moment that you found out that, um, you know, you weren't going to New York, you should have took your own kid to the hockey game, right? Mm -hmm. Therefore, I mean, because this is somebody else's husband, you know what I mean? So, I mean, at this point, originally he was supposed to just take him by himself. Mm -hmm. And then she either played or maybe she lied or whatever the situation they tried to do with that storyline. Um, you know, she inserted herself to make her a third will to make this like, oh, I'm going out of town to a hockey game with Ray. Right. And then, of course, we see how he left the tickets, had to go back home, got into a car accident. And then Sharon, they they had one scene, uh, I think it was Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, I, I think it was Tuesday, where Sharon was like, you know, uh, Chelsea was, 
oh my god i'm so sorry and all of this remember at crimson lights this week yep. yeah and then we saw sharon say he didn't have to be dead and i'm like oh yep i'm here for it Let i am too and she's exactly i shouldn't be mourning at all and then the next episode on wednesday came on it was nowhere to be found mm -mm. did you notice that yeah i just cut it off it just cut off and then the next day or so, we found out it had nothing to do with the accident. It was because he had a massive heart attack. Right. So I'm like, what happened? Because I think that would have been a missed opportunity mm -hmm. for, you know, the whole thing. Because I was waiting. Oh, I, I, I said in my last, in the last podcast, I said, I'm here for it. If Sharon decides to come for Chelsea you yep. know, and sure enough, they led us to believe that. What is your thoughts? Well, and then it was a big nothing ball. Exactly. It, it was like, wah, wah. Yeah, it, yeah, they totally missed an opportunity. And I mean, they're really, I can honestly see where it broke down because there are so many other really powerful storylines going on right now. But at mm -hmm. the same time, I mean, the Rosaleses had a big uh, fan club and now they're all gone. Yeah. Oh, I will say this outside of the show on like social media mm -hmm. and in some of the blogs, you know, the blogs and things like that. There are a lot of unhappy people about how yeah. they handled this. I agree. I've read that too. And I think there could have been so many things they could have done with Ray. And now, I mean, we don't have Paul anymore. Now we don't have Ray. I guess Chance is going to be the only cop left on the show. That's um, what it seems like. And then he broke the news to Sharon about the heart attack. And somewhere I read that somebody, one of the um, predictions of, you know, guessing games was that Sharon was going to turn to Chance. And then another one was Chelsea's going to turn to Chance. And it's like, now, come on, man, just leave Chance and his wife and baby alone for a while. Yeah, I just, I just think they botched this whole thing. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, look, I know that they brought Kyle back. They brought Diane Jenkins back and they're bringing this alley girl on, right? Mm -hmm. And I notice every time they bring a bunch of new folks on, somebody yep. gets the axe. Yes, it the, exactly. It's like, why do we have to sacrifice this storyline for this other storyline? Because I mean... Honestly, it's an ongoing series. There's time for everything to unfold. Um, exactly. I don't know. I don't understand it. We've seen I some mean, good characters go. And to bring Diane Jenkins back, I mean, I really wish we would be done with bringing back the the dead. I mean, unless it's Finn on B&B, but we can talk about that later. But Yeah, um, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop bringing people back from the dead. Yeah, I, I, I was just not, I just don't like how they handled it. I mean, I understand that, you know, they had a budget. I get it. Um, I don't know if they took a hit back in 2020, because remember with with the uh, pandemic, you know, they took like six months off. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that cut into budgets and money and so they can only do so much. But my goodness, yeah. I just don't like how they did it. Same. And, you know, and then they switched, they switched stories in the middle of a week because you had Sharon about to 
read <laughs> read mm-hmm. Chelsea the riot act mm-hmm. and then next thing you know oh uh chance comes through and say oh no I'm sorry to let you know but well right and whenever Sharon said that she had been um wanting to blame someone and she was you know wanting to know about you know Victoria and Ashland and how could Ashland right. survive and then but she didn't mention anything about Chelsea or him having to go back to get the tickets and if it wasn't for the game you know she didn't say anything like that so I mean they really did cut off an, an intense confrontation between Sharon and Chelsea yeah because I honestly I just don't like how that went down and for, I don't know if you caught it because I know um, I did it solo last week, but I did a little rant last week <laughs> <laughs> about about Chelsea because I just yep. didn't like the fact that, you know, even though we knew that they, you know, Jordy was, you know, going to be no longer on the show, but just the mere fact of, um, you know, Chelsea put it put this whole thing in motion to get next to Sharon's husband and he ends up dead in the process I was like yeah I was I was not happy about that but and I said Sharon when you see her give her the business (laughs) I know I think we were all waiting for it and then it didn't happen yeah because when when she was at the coffee house with Nicholas and Chelsea was there and you know, Sharon lashed out like he shouldn't be there, whatever she said. I was like, oh, yeah, let's yeah, go. Here comes. I'm ready. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just don't, you know, I think there was a missed opportunity there. They could have really extended that storyline by mm-hmm. creating some type of angst between, you know, Sharon and a little drama there with Sharon yep. and Chelsea. And then, but I guess they want to be done with his storyline. So the only way to just clean it up and be done is to say, nope, nobody to blame. Right. It was natural causes. It's over. Right. And that was annoying to me, too, because I really wanted it to be Ashland going into the other lane, trying to get Victoria to pull over mm-hmm. and having it be his fault. But no, I didn't get my way. Nope. So they really, they, you know, they really wanted to end the whole thing. They didn't even want to take it post him being off the show. They're like, you know what? Nah, this is nobody's fault. Something happened. But it, it's still, even that part was so freaking unbelievable because mm-hmm. he was this healthy, strong guy. And all of a sudden, oh my God. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So it didn't make sense. I kind of wish that if they were going to, take Jordy out and the whole Ray character go send him back to Miami and, you know, say, you know, I'm going to visit my family. And then he calls Sharon back and say, you know what? I decided to just stay here. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to kind of fix things with Mia. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And just leave him in Miami. Maybe he comes back. Maybe not. You right. know what I'm saying? So, right. but yeah, this, yeah, I don't think they did a good job with that. I don't think so either. And, you know, bear in mind, at some point they could still bring him back and say that he was in some undercover something, something where they had to pretend, you know, who knows in in 2027, we could be talking about him all over again. Yeah, he came back from the dead. (laughs) Right. You know, I mean, if they can bring Adam from the dead four times Mm -hmm. and then, like you said, they just brought back Diane Jenkins. 
and yeah. Sheila Carter about for crying out loud with a different face. I know. Yeah, and two different soaps. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So anywho, um, yeah, I just I just had to start there because that whole thing that was pretty much most of the week. This mm-hmm. whole thing about his death and all of this. So let's kind of shift and move toward Victoria and Ashlyn. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashlyn is still trying to get in where he fits in. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's on the merge lane, but he doesn't have enough gas in the tank to push the pedal and actually get on the freeway. I don't know. Yeah. He doesn't, he's so let me ask hovering. you this. Let me ask you this, um, Trish. Do you think that the Newmans are being a little harsh because he did end up saving Victoria's life? She could have burned up in the car. Do you, you think know, they're being a little harsh or do you think they're, hey, I, I'm, they're grateful, but you need to get out of town? I mean, you know, it's not like any good human being would have pulled her from the car. Um, right. You know, you did what you should have done. Yes, it was dangerous to you, but you were also stalking her and your lights were very bright in her rearview mirror. And, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, it was an accident and all that other stuff. But everything you did leading up to that is the whole reason she was on the road to begin with. So Mm -hmm. I don't think they're being too hard on him. Mm -hmm. I think he I think he should leave. You think he should leave? Okay. I do. I really wanted them to be like the power couple and have him be, you know, the really her equal in her match. But after everything he's done, um, I don't know. It's just creepy to me. Okay. Gotcha. What do you gotcha, think? Gotcha. Um, it's kind of tough for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, the guy is, uh, well, see, here's the thing. I guess why it's tough for me because. They brought this monster in. How did and I keep going back to how this started. Mm-hmm. You know, both Victoria and Victor tried to manipulate this man out of his company. Not yeah. only Syaxeries, but you know, because he did that with him having a heart attack. And then Victoria also tried to get the company, um, the lock industries, uh, when she found out the man was supposedly had cancer. Then you find out all these things about him and you still marry this dude, bring him into the fold. You, you pretty much stonewall Nicholas, you know, to keep him from intercepting. And Victoria had this whole, you know, upset against Nick and Billy and all this stuff. And then now when the snake bites you, you're mad at the snake. You brought him in. It's true. You did. She did. And, uh, you know, I mean, it'll be different if they didn't know any of this. And then at the end of this thing, you know, they're blindsided by his childhood, the company he worked for, and the lady he swindled out of her uh, inheritance, and the illness, all that came out at the end. They knew what he was about. And I I said this Mm -hmm. on last week. You brought the monster in. Yeah. When the monster bites you, now you want to cry foul. Yeah. They they really did invite the the wolf into the hen house or the fox into the hen house. They it, it's um it always comes down to the money, doesn't it? And the business deals. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, so for, you know, I, I know, you know, oh, you got to get this man out of here and all of this sort of kind of stuff. He went so far. Gaines, the guy Gaines, tried his best to accept you know, expose this guy across the world. And mm-hmm. what did the Newmans do? They protected the monster. Right. <laughs> so now when the monster bites you, you know, because obviously they felt that they can control the situation mm-hmm. and they realized at the end that they couldn't. Now we have to, at this whole, now going on this whole accident situation I mean, honestly, if he didn't make an attempt to get out of that car, push the tree away, you know, the girl would be gone. Right. She would be a casualty. And so there's got to be something, you know, it's like, listen, I appreciate you for taking care of my daughter. It doesn't, you know, I still haven't forgotten everything else, but you did save my daughter's life. Yeah. They're being rude and vindictive. I mean, it's like, just step away from the monster. He already knows what you want him to do. He signed for an annulment. He signed for, you know, his name off the company. But it's like, what what does being mean and vindictive going to add to it? Because here's the thing. Victoria is still in love with him. Yeah, you can tell. But then I don't read something where she's going to be leaning on Billy possibly. So I don't know where they're going oh, to take God. open up Are a whole serious? can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're fun together and everything, but I, I mean, I really like Lily. <laughs> yeah. And I like, I, I always want Lily to be happy. And if Billy makes Lily happy, then I want Lily to have Billy. <laughs> well, let's talk about a little bit about their conversation because I was on Lily's side on this one because Billy was like, oh my God, we mm-hmm. should do everything we can to protect Victoria. Don't you want to see justice for her? And mm-hmm. Lily is like, uh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. But, you know, she had to put the she had to put the kibosh on that. I mean, that's your ex. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the same woman that stonewalls you throughout the entire relationship that she's had with Ashlyn. And I, I get it. You're gonna obviously he has some feelings for his ex. Mm-hmm. You can tell. Yep. But you know, for for um for her. I mean, for uh, Billy to actually think that Lily was going to go off into the sunset fighting the big fight for Victoria, it was just like, really, dude? You actually think that your current girlfriend is going to move heaven and earth to get justice for her? It's a big, big ask. That's a big ask. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so... um, yeah, I thought that he, he kind of backed up though. Yeah, but maybe that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. She set him straight. Yeah, you know what, and that probably ties into what you were saying about, you know, the whole thing of you know, Victoria leaning on Billy. Mm-hmm. You know, which that's going to cause some problems for real with Absolutely. Lily. You know, we actually did get to see a little bit of um, Lily, Nate, um, Imani, 
Mm-hmm. And we also saw Amanda. I thought that was pretty cool, but um, Amani is laying it on real thick with Nate. Uh, you know, um, <laughs> she, she's not shy. No. Uh, I thought it was so funny when she complimented the tie and he told her it was a gift from Elena and it was all about him wearing it well. <laughs> and you see yeah. the look on his face. <laughs> so you know that they're probably still going to create a triangle between Elena and her and Nate. Absolutely. I just, Absolutely. here's my thing. I just, I'm having a difficult time with the transition with Nate because I'm so used to seeing him as a doctor. Mm-hmm. And now he's this corporate business guy. Yeah. I mean, it seems kind of far-fetched unless he like had some business classes. I'm not saying that doctors can't be business people, but it was just interesting how he's like, I'm leaving my career as the head of surgery and I'm coming over to be a COO of whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I don't even know the department. You notice how they're throwing that title around in all the soaps these days. Ooh, COO. You know, oh, you're COO. Have you noticed? You know what? Let me tell you, and you probably notice in the business world, there are so many titles in that C-suite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got CFO, CEO, CIO, CTO. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a ton of them. <laughs> Yes, it is. And I kind of wish I had one was getting those bonuses. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and basically all it's saying that you're the chief head over whatever department, whether it's finance, technology, the executives, whatever mm-hmm. operations, you know, but yeah, I do notice, like you said, they're definitely throwing that whole COO title around. Definitely. You know, so. um, but did you kind of see a little bit of hesitation from Devon? I did. Yeah. He doesn't seem very excited now about this whole merger process. And he's he doesn't seem to want to be a face, an external face of the company, but I mean, he and Lily are supposed to be equals. So we'll see how that goes. She's yeah, I, don't, I don't think that he's technically ready for all of that. He was second guessed second guessing it in the beginning too mm-hmm. you know um because he kind of wanted his own autonomy instead of him coming under that whole chancellor umbrella until you know everybody you know between jill and lily like oh this is what Catherine would want and this is what neil would want and so piled it on yeah they laid it on really thick and so he decided to do it, but I just don't think his heart is a hundred percent into this. Mm-mm. No, his facial expressions are definitely questioning of decisions and direction. I think. Yeah. I, I see a little bit of a struggle coming in there later. I think you're right. And I also think that with the personal relationships involved, that's going to just open up a whole lot of drama. Uh, Yeah. Because here's the thing, if Lily says we're going to do this across the board and it affects one department or an administration as a part of his company and he don't want it to go that way, it's going to be a real issue. Yep. Absolutely. So I can see problems coming down the road with those two. 
Definitely. Yep. And of course, their partners as well, because you know Imani's going to make a play for Nate. Mm-hmm. You know Elena is not going to be happy about it. And feathers are going to be ruffled. And Amanda's yep. going to have to pick a side. And then Devon's going to have to get involved. And it's just going to be a hot mess all the way around. It sure is. Woo-wee. Well, if you're looking for drama, there it is. Right there, there. it all is. Absolutely right. That's going to be really, really crazy. Um, but I guess we'll have to see. Um, but where does that... Okay, so let me ask you this. Because remember, the whole dynamic, there was this whole other storyline, unless they're kind of moving away from it, with the, with Dominic. Dominic and Devon and Chance and Abby. Abby uh-huh. hasn't really been on as much. We've only seen Chance as a police officer. So I'm wondering if they're moving away from that whole thing. You know, maybe the dust is kind of settling until something comes up and a big decision has to be made. And then they'll probably wind up arguing about what's best for Dominic over the, over, you know, like the futuristic decisions of, I don't know, school, education, medical. I mean, who knows what they'll come up with, but definitely will be something that's going to happen to bring it back to the forefront because the opportunity for, challenges there is really strong yeah absolutely absolutely so yeah we'll have to see that's another storyline that i really think they screwed up in 2021 same you know i was so over that whole thing you know Um, all right so the only other couple things that we probably need to talk about this week is the mariah tessa wedding because there's a lot of mourning going on mm-hmm. and sharon is i i absolutely love 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 the see the scene between her and adam mm-hmm. i thought it was fantastic as well it was and very i know perfect. and I, I'm, I'm hoping they're still dating because i know they would be off camera but you can tell the chemistry that they have with each mm-hmm. other. Yeah, they're great together. And I think they, I think um, in the, in the magazines, it said it, they haven't mentioned anything. So I think they are still together. I hope I so. Hope so. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, they look like they, they're really, really, I mean, the pictures that I see off, you know, away from the soaps, they are really a cute couple. I agree. I agree. I'm um, happy for them. Yeah. So, and then when they played that scene where he was really endearing to her and mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, you know, you ain't have, you don't have to hide with me. You know who I am. You can do whatever." And then he was making jokes with her. I'm like, "This has got to be with the stuff that they do at home." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was so natural, wasn't it? It was just so natural. It don't even seem like they were acting. Mm-mm. No, you know, I kind of geared up during that one. I know it was so intimate. So, you know, it was just the two of them. I'm like, boy, they probably after that whole, and I, and I'm going to be honest and this is a grown folks show, but I was like, after that whole take on that scene, they probably went home and they was just all over each other. (laughs) Good for them. (laughs) Hey, I, I'm not mad at him. If that's what absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that's I don't know. It just came to my mind because I was so into that scene and I'm like, 
oh my god you can see like the tension between the two of them and I'm like yeah I know what that was like when y'all got home it's so. good <laughs> <laughs> it's good 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 that was good good that was really good yeah anywho again this is a grown folks show um <laughs> ID required for attendance <laughs> exactly but um then, you know, I, I got to say that Sharon is trying, she's struggling. You can tell she just mm -hmm. want to break down, but she's using working and, you know, planning mm -hmm. these, the girls' wedding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To kind of keep her mind off of it. And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to last. No, because that won't last another couple minutes. Well, yeah, but even if just say she was distracted throughout the entire thing, grief can hit you not two weeks, two years, two months, whatever. It'll hit you at the least moment that you're thinking about it. Absolutely agree. You know, so she can try to avoid it, but yeah, it's inevitable. It'll be triggered at some point. Oh, of course, whether she listened to a song Mm -hmm. Or she happened to walk to the park and she happened to remember something that they did there. It's always something that's going to bring him to mind. So, you know, it's yep. right now she's dealing with it the way she can. Go ahead. What are you about to say? Oh, I was just going to say there's that song. There's always something there to remind me. And it's so true. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but, you know, um, we saw Mariah and Tessa ask, um Nicholas to mm -hmm. walk her down the aisle and you know and I like the way she put it because she was like you weren't able to walk your own daughter meaning yeah. Cassie that here's the opportunity sweet. that was really sweet yeah I thought so too and then of course I remembered you know Cassie in the scenes in the hospitals I kind of teared up on that one too yeah that they did a good job with that they did Cameron Grimes is an amazing actress Yes, she is. I'm she's engaged anyway, off camera. I think she is. Yeah, I, I did read that a couple. I guess what what couple she months. She got ago? engaged like right around her birthday because her birthday is January seventh. So <laughs> it was somewhere back in January when she got engaged. So she have a wedding anyway that's coming up. Yeah, <laughs> on the show <laughs> and in real life. Yeah, she got a TV wedding and then the wedding. I, I think she's been with her guy friend for a long time, too. Yeah. Yeah, she, she's been with him for a few years, several years. So I guess they decide to tie the knot. Yeah, next steps, next steps. I bet they're having Who knows? Maybe fashion. she'll be, yeah, maybe she'll be having a baby next in real life. Gosh, you never know. You never know. Never know. Um, okay, and then the other bigger storyline this week was Diane and Kyle coming home. Yeah. You know, I got to give it to Jack because I didn't know what to expect. You know mm -hmm. how sometimes people can be passive aggressive and they be like, you don't want to meet your mom. You don't yep. want to. You know, they throw these weird things to kind of guide you away from something. Yep. But. I got to say that his conversation with um, Kyle today, he was like, you know what? I don't want to stand in your way. No pressure mm -hmm. from me. No pressure from your mom. No pressure from anybody. This is the decision you have to make. And I right. totally agree with that. I do too. 100%. You know, um, and I'm glad. Uh, of course, we knew he was going to say, 
yeah, I'm going to talk to her because oh, I mean, why would you bring, yeah, why would you bring Michael Mueller back if he's not going to talk to her? So it was no big surprise that, you know, he was going to end up having a conversation. What did you think about the interaction between her and Nikki? So I thought Nikki was going to smack her across the face. And mm-hmm. I was surprised they did not write in a slap, but I get why they didn't. Um, okay. Re- thinking back to everything that Nikki went through with the with all of you know having to deal with the police and everything when she was accused of murdering Diane, and then I mean Kyle hated Nikki for a long time. I mean she paid a heavy price for Diane's lies. Yeah. So can you refresh my memory? Because I remember it was the other girl that played. I think she's on Mara West. Yeah, Mara West. Isn't she is she on GH or is she on uh, Duel? I she's on an on another soap, but I can't remember which one. But you know, she used to be on As the World Turns. Right. Okay. Before all of that. So um, what great actress. What did she because he, I got I, one thing about me because I see so many different angles. I got maybe a little bit of an unpopular opinion, but I kind of want to want you to refresh my memory of the crimes that she did. Did she blackmail somebody? I'm trying to remember. That was ten years ago. Yeah, she she was blackmailing. Um, she was trying to get Jack away from Phyllis. She mm-hmm. was holding things over Victor's head. She was holding things over Ashley's head. Um, she was in a bad spot, man. She had basically turned on everybody in Genoa City because, I mean, they had her character going down some insane road and making okay. herself the victim with everything. And um, I remember the scene. They were at the at the bridge on that little waterfront area and I remember vaguely uh, there was a scene in it. I think Nikki may have picked up a rock or something in self-defense and hit her. And that was when things went fuzzy for Nikki. Um, and that was where they found Diane. Um, and she was basically, you know, dead. Um, and I, it took me a few minutes to remember um, that Deacon Shark was involved at that time, but, but he was because he and Nikki were actually involved. And I think Nikki was even drinking again. And that was part of the problem when she didn't remember what happened. Okay. All right. And now oh, bear in mind, that was a long time ago and I'm getting old. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. All right, so let me ask you this then. So with that being said, um, did they, did somebody lure her to the park or they follow her there or, because there were multiple people involved. It was, it was Nikki, it was Victoria, Ashley. Mm -hmm. They all went, they were all suspects, even Victor. I want to say she was meeting somebody, one of them there and then other people or one of them maybe was watching her or following her. Um, I think that was how it went down, but I would have to, honestly, I would have to go back and rewatch it or read the, read. Yeah. Okay. It's been a while. Because before I kind of put this 
possible unpopular opinion out there. I kind of wanted to make sure I recap and remember everything because, you know, I don't want to say anything that doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? I do it all the time. (laughs) But um, Nikki and all of them are mad because of the fact that they all were there and they were all suspects and whatnot. Um, If they just followed her there, you know, and they wanted to take her out. It's like, why didn't you just let the police get involved instead of, you know, instead of trying to take her out, then you wouldn't have been a suspect in the first place. But that's a, I know that's way out there. And the only reason that I do these types of opinions, because there, I see so many people on social media and comment sections with a various amount of different ideas so i try to reach out Mm -hmm. to everybody that listens you know what i'm saying oh yeah yeah well and i mean the other thing that i thought was you know with all of the stuff and and while we're you know while i'm talking about you know diane and her miserable history um yeah you know the humane thing to do would be to be grateful that she's not dead right uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody said that nobody has actually nobody said, said that i'm glad you're not dead you know what was really getting on my nerves and i actually saw a few comments about this as well it's phyllis yeah. phyllis was treating that girl like i don't like it was her, like diane was her kid and i'm like okay when you're dealing with people like Sheila Carter, and I said this last week, Sheila Carter, Ashlyn Locke, and in this case, Diane, why do you poke the bear? Mm-hmm. You think that she's a horrible, manipulative, crazy person. Why do you poke them? Yeah, I mean, I get where Phyllis is coming from because of all of the crap that Diane pulled on her and Jack's relationship and all the manipulations and everything. I get yeah. that Phyllis doesn't want her around, but at the same time, you're right. Why would you, why do you show all your cards in a poker game? It makes Exactly. No and, and the thing is, Phyllis is no saint. Well, so... no, she ran over cricket with her car. <laughs> oh, and I mean, she lords it. She was lording it over Diane, like mm-hmm. you horrible person and all your crimes and all the things you did. And I'm looking at Phyllis, like, can I give you a mirror, please? Right. Where's the, where's her compact? <laughs> Yeah, where you you need to you're not a saint. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's one thing if I, I like to see when people like okay, so like that conversation, let's go to the conversation right quick and then we'll bounce back. The conversation that Adam had with Sally about her past that was in so LA. Mm-hmm. When Sally said, Listen, I faked an illness to get a dude back. Mm-hmm. And he was like, did it work? (laughs) And like he said, I'm living in a glass house. How can I throw stones? I honestly, that's the best line on this soap that I've seen because on both soaps, everybody's a hypocrite. (laughs) Absolutely, they are. Absolutely. Even the ones who have the supposed halos are hypocrites. It's incredibly good. And I mean, seriously, Adam is like, hey, I didn't did a lot of crap in my past. Mm-hmm. I even faked an illness or whatever it was myself. So who am I to talk trash at you? And right. that's why let's let's flip back to Diane and 
<clears throat> Diane and um, Phyllis. Phyllis is throwing and pointing fingers and stuff. I'm like, girl, uh-huh. you got a whole resume. Right. Get that bony <laughs> little finger out of my face. <laughs> I, at least as pissed off as Jack is about the whole situation, he was able to dial it back. Yeah. Just to, just to keep it even to have that conversation with Kyle. Right, right. Well, because he's truly keeping it about his son. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I mean, the girl can't even walk out the door. You know, and and, and uh, Phyllis is like, where are you going? Get back on that elevator. She's pushing her in there. <laughs> Who is that, Amanda? Amanda was like, who is that? Right. <laughs> she shoved her in the elevator. Diane went flying. <laughs> Oh, arms flailing! So, I laughed out loud. That was so funny. It I mean, was. I had even as much as I didn't like Phyllis in this week's moments. Uh-huh. That was funny. It was hilarious. I cracked up. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine when they said "cut." Oh my god, they were probably cracking up. I agree. I'd love to see, like, I wish online they would share the funny things behind the scenes again. That's been a long time since they've done that. I think that would be so cool if they did that. I I really do. But, um, yeah, I was like, Phyllis, please stop. I mean, you, you, you were lording over this girl as if you're the, the, the saint of the saintists, if that's even a word. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, um she had her halo and her staff <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly Trish I'm like girl stop please but anywho I'm just glad that Kyle was able to you know say you know what I need answers mm-hmm. I want to talk to my mom let's yeah. do it so I'm okay with that yeah, me too. He can do it. We'll give him permission to do that. He can talk to her. Yeah. And that obviously <laughs> we're not going to see that till next week because they cut us off at the end. So with Man, that whole look on his face, I, he's such a great actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they recasted Summer. I saw that. I saw that. I'm going to miss Hunter King, but. <laughs> Hopefully she's enjoying her career out there and, and hopefully the, I don't recall the new actress's name um, off the top of my head, but I look forward to seeing what she does with the character. Yeah, me too. You know, I'm, I'm curious to find out how she feel those shoes, you know, They're big shoes to fill. Yeah. We also got to see Harrison. Um, God, he is so cute. He breaks the adorablometer. I mean, that kid is precious. Yeah, that boy actually looked like he could be related to Kyle. He does. He does. Yeah, you. I mean, if if you didn't know, you know, that this was a soap, and you see the two of them walk down the street, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's your kid, huh?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, there's definitely a resemblance there. That was great casting, and he's a he's just a great little actor. Yeah, I kind of wish they would bring Tara back. You know, I'm waiting for that to be stoked because you know it's going to happen at some point. But uh-huh. man, she got on my last nerve. I guess that's what makes her good actresses because her yeah. manipulations really got to you, you know? So listen, I remember us talking uh, 
um, on our last time together when we were talking about Diane Jenkins and um, uh, Ashlyn Locke. Mm -hmm. It looked like they may be going to be in a collision course because you got to remember Ashlyn is connected through Harrison to Diane because that's Diane's grandson. Uh And and Ashlyn is the legal dad. So I have a feeling that they're going to, you ever saw a storm or or a weather map where you have mm-hmm. one storm over here? Oh yeah, supercell, there's a supercell in the middle. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Oh Writers, are you because, listening? <laughs> listen, I honestly believe they're probably going to go in that direction. I really do. And I know we talked about that earlier in April, you know, when I had even that picture because they put a picture out Mm -hmm. three weeks ago. And I think it's on one of my thumbnails where there's a picture of her and Ashlyn together. Mm. Or the actor and the actress together. So it's something cooking with that, that I think that they're going to really, because it's almost time for May sweeps. Yep. So I'm wondering, go ahead, what'd you say? I said they're coming quick. Yeah, so I'm wondering, because he's going to be around for a while, and now that Harrison is town in town, I don't see Ashlyn running off too soon. I know, I know. I don't think he's leaving either. And he's ostracized right now. So if, like you said, mm-hmm. Victoria is going to be leaning on Billy, that's going to move Ashlyn away from her. Mm-hmm. If he's still in town and those two kind of have conversation or bond over, mm-hmm. he find out who she is. Oh, you're Kyle's mom. And, you know, mm-hmm. this is your grandson is my legal son, you know. Right. That is something is going to connect them to. So just like I said, it's a create a supercell. Because could you imagine if they put no. those two together? Oh no. my god! No, the narcissism and the entitled arrogance would be off the charts. Yes, it would be. Yes, it would be. Now I don't. I think she says, "What is? What did Diane say she does for a living? She sells real she's estate, a, right? She was an architect a long, long time ago, and I guess now she's a realtor. Because remember, even though he's away from the company, um, Ashlyn Locke has five hundred million dollars. Oh yeah, that's a, so we could start I over. Bit of money. Yeah. So. If and if Diane finds out that he has five hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. and Jack is not letting her anywhere near him, because you know, especially with Phyllis around, that would be some kind of way to I'm starting a new business. Let's start a new architect firm. Let's start mm-hmm. a new real estate investment company. Because right. he still got money down in Peru too, you know, because he oh yeah. So he's not destitute. He just oh, don't have yeah. Victoria. Right, right. Yep. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'll be here for that. Actually, Same. I would like to see what happened with that. That it would be such diabolical TV to watch. Oh my God! And you know what? Honestly, right now, Young and the Restless needs that because I don't know what they're going to do with this Alley girl. I thought bringing her on, we got to see the first few scenes, unless. 
she was a bridge. Was she a bridge for Diane? And that's it. Well, I don't know. Wasn't there a picture with her and, and the young man who plays um, Noah? I don't know. You saw a picture of that? I thought I saw a picture of the two of them on one of the other on one of the pages on Facebook. But Ooh. maybe it was just a side by side. Okay. I don't know. That's going to be interesting. Okay. Yeah. So maybe they are going to go ahead and just bring her in. Cause we haven't seen her for a little while. Well, it's been, yeah, it's been, it's been a bit. Yeah. So I didn't know if like, okay, was this girl used as a bridge to bring on Diane mm. and she's just going to stay in California or are you guys going to bring this girl to town and she creates some type of drama with somebody or something? I don't know. So. I mean, I think, I bet you she winds up coming to town because they are doing everything they can to revive the Abbott family. Okay. That makes I sense. think, I mean, look at the storylines that are, we're getting now and Kyle coming back and everything. Yeah. That's and Ashley yeah. was there yeah. and Tracy's yeah. Tracy. there now. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay. I don't know. We'll have to see. Maybe so. We'll have to see. All right. Well, we covered everything, I think, right? I think we did. Yeah, it was a great week. Yeah, we covered a lot. So, um, we'll have to see what happens for the week of, what is that, May 2nd? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. We're almost half the year. This time Can you believe? I know. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay. So, let us do, um, we're going to move into the bold and the beautiful. And for the week of April 25th, here's the summary. So Sheila comp uh, contemplates how to deal with Steffi. And then we have Steffi finally learns the truth about Finn. Come on. And then we have Steffi has another memory, one involving Sheila. And then we have Liam thwarts Sheila's and then let's see Friday we have um she gets to go home yep yep okay so let's knock out because there's a small piece here with uh where we saw Carter a little bit Carter and um, Quinn. Yep. And I'm like, nope, don't do it. Let's not go back. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. I mean, oh, I really like, I like Carter and Eric. I mean, I like Quinn and Eric. I do too. Um, Hook Carter up with someone, bring somebody, have a connection with somebody else. I just <clears throat> or he deserves else now. His own Wait, woman. What you say? He deserves his own woman. I mean, yeah, he does. And woman, not girl. Right, woman. Right. I, I did think he and Paris were hot, though. I will say that because they are just beautiful. really. I did. They're so beautiful. <laughs> I mean, they're just beautiful. I mean, I, I, okay. Well, I mean, I just couldn't. The whole age, she looks so so young, she and does. I know she's of age, of course. Flawless skin, I know. 
Yeah, um, she's of age, of course. She fits better with Zenday on camera. She, for yeah, me. I got to admit. I mean, she does, but God, they're just beautiful. Yeah, I mean, they're gorgeous actors and actresses. Absolutely. Um, but having Quinn and Carter revisit this whole thing and the conversation where Quinn is like, well, you know, Eric is all right at home. He's always busy and he's always gone. Um, he's the CEO of an international conglomerate. Uh, yeah, he's busy. And his granddaughter was just shot. Right. And don't, don't talk disparagingly about your husband to your ex-lover. Exactly. And that just annoyed me. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. That's huge right there, what you just said. Why are you talking trash mm-hmm. about your husband to your, you know, the dude that you were with on the side? Private business. I mean, that is private, private, pri- as private as it gets private business. Right. Because the whole arrangement is over. You know, yeah. the whole arrangement that Eric had in place, you know, hey, you know, take care of my wife and I can't do it because I got ED and all of this stuff. Obviously he got his mojo back. So, but it's still not enough somehow. Cause now Quinn's saying he's too busy. When she said, said one of her lines was that he's in the bunk, he's staying in the guest house. He did. She did say that, didn't she? Mm-hmm. What is that about? I don't know. Cause that, this all happened without any scenes. Because yeah, I must have missed that. We didn't see any trouble, you know. We saw oh, them yeah. reunite, and now we're supposed to believe that all the stuff They're behind the problems. scenes they weren't reuniting after all. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I'm like, why just get this man uh, his own? Like you said, his own woman. Yeah. Why go back down this pathway? It's like really, it, it just it's just not a good look. In regards to, he got to go. I, he has to be with somebody else's girl, right? A woman, you know. Right. So it's like you. It's I know he. He's the COO. He's an attorney. He can. He can definitely find somebody. Come on. And he's attractive. The man got a six pack out of this world. Oh my gosh, I know. It's like an, maybe an eight or a ten. I don't know. That's a pack. Yeah, you, his, his, his abs are so tight. You can mm-hmm. bounce a quarter off of it. You could. I mean, you absolutely could. And I promise I will not go off um, off of our PG-13 script here, but mm, he is a beautiful man. Yeah, he is. So, I mean, to make him look like I can't get my own woman or you know without taking somebody else's it's like why are y'all doing this so annoying Crazy. You know. it's annoying mm-hmm. absolutely okay so we got that out the way the rest of this week brooke and hope are irritating oh so- my god just go home <laughs> go, go, like, go home the fact that i mean could she have said i i i any more than she did brooke Come, I miss you. I need you home. I don't want to spend another night without you. I want you to come home. It was like, God, his daughter just woke up from getting shot and her husband's dead. You go home. Oh, 
Yeah, she used this opportunity to shoot her shot to bring her, her husband home. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you realize where you are right now? Right. Do you right. realize what just happened in the past 48 hours? Because the way Taylor described it, it's only been 48 hours. Right. So it's not like they've been here for a week. Exactly. It's 48 hours. Um. Hope, on the other hand, she was fine until her mom started insinuating with her. Exactly. Because we had this whole thing where before, you know, Steffi realized that, you know, she wasn't married to Liam. She thought she was. You see the two of them getting in their feelings about, oh, she she can't take my, my daughter's husband. She don't even know what's going on. The girl just woke up last night right. from a coma. Have some compassion. She is in the middle of a psychotic event. And you're wondering if this is some type of matchmaking contest between you and Taylor. Right. Let's now, and tell her her husband that she doesn't remember is dead. What I didn't like is the fact that they all went behind Taylor's back and didn't say anything. That Taylor was infuriating. Yeah. How do you do that and say, because they had all put the plan together. Hope, Brooke, Ridge, uh-huh. Liam, you should be the one to go in there and tell her. She already said, who are you to tell somebody to go in there and say anything? As if it's your business at all. You go in there and tell her because she can't go on living a lie that you're her husband. I'm like, are you that insecure that Liam is going to waffle? Because guess what? When Steffi goes home, somebody has to be there. And you know who that's going to be. Absolutely. You can see it a mile away. Come on. I mean. And you know what? Honestly, even though, I mean, I'm a huge Steffi and Finn fan and I want Finn to come back, but I would love it if um, Liam was over there all the time just to get under Hope and Brooke's skin. And when when um, Taylor said uh, today about how she was just so happy that Liam could be there for Steffi and just watching the look on Brooke's face, whether whether Taylor was saying it innocently or whether she was trying to get under Brooke's skin, I was glad she said it. I was like, you go, girl. I honestly think, and you know, I like to cut it down the middle because I am, you know, I call it both ways. I, well, I love think, them both, but I was annoyed. I, you know, I honestly think Taylor was being passive aggressive because <laughs> she, was, she was throwing all this stuff like, and Liam is going to be there for her and Liam is going to help out. And thank God Liam is there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. really, Taylor? Yep. You know, you know, this is getting on her nerves. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I that was some petty Betty stuff, but I I liked it. I was glad she did it. Yeah, it was because pretty- Brooke kept trying to make everything all about her and and hope and hope's marriage. Hope standing up there perfectly fine, going home to her kids with her husband. Sit down. Yeah, I mean she was listening at the door, listening to mm-hmm. their conversation because Steffi did realize, you know, oh my God, I was married to Finn. She had to find out that Finn is dead. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And then, you know, that she has a son. Right. So, you know, all of that start coming in, you know. But there, I honestly think that there's some insecurity there. Because 
for if sure. in fact that Liam wasn't the waffler he has been over the past decade, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be worried about him. That's exactly right. And you know, you've seen him go both ways. You've mm-hmm. seen him tell Steffi, oh, it's always been you. It's you. It's I love you. Uh, you're the you're the you're the one. You're my my the love of my life. And then of course, you know, something goes down and then it's, oh, it's hope. It's hope. It's always been you. It's you. You're the love of my life. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I, I want, I want um, Finn to come back right whenever Liam leaves hope to try to get Steffi to be with him. And I want Steffi to tell him no. And then I want hope to tell him to go kiss off when he tries to come back to her and find somebody else that's better, whether it's Wyatt or somebody new. And Honestly, I want, I want Liam to be alone. <laughs> is that bad? Yeah. <laughs> no, because the thing is, both of those girls should have let him alone a long time ago. They he can't keep better. bouncing back. That's why he got two kids with two, the both of them. Mm-hmm. Well, wait a minute. Let's see. Yeah, one with Kelly and then you got Beth. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got a kid with both these women. You know, yep. they needed to they needed to cut him off a long time ago instead yeah. of fighting over him. <laughs> because because he couldn't make up his mind. Right. You know, so now, yeah, with, that go ahead. I was I'm sorry, I was gonna say with that said, um, I do still think though that whenever the foursome of Hope, Wyatt, Liam, and Steffi were kind of on screen about the same time, I thought Wyatt and Hope were funner together. And I thought Liam and Steffi were funner together. I thought Hope and Liam are just both so passive that Mm -hmm. it's a little boring for me. Yep. Yep. Where Steffi was the motorcycle girl. She Mm -hmm. was the cha-cha-cha. Yeah. You know, and she brought out that wild Yes. Yes, like it instead of just being around, he was actually living the part. You know, it was really right. it was exciting. It was more fun, in my opinion. Yeah, that's why I always used to call Liam. He's a Logan. He's not a Spencer because for right. Brooke and Hope just tells him what to do and he just go do it. Yeah, there's some tire treads on his back. That's for sure. You know, I mean, seriously, just like this whole thing with telling Steffi, it was like, you need to go tell him. And I'm like, First of all, how are you going to overstep Steffi's parents? Mm-hmm. You know, they finally was able to talk, uh, you know, Ridge into it. But even Ridge, you should have told Taylor what you guys were about to do. Absolutely. That was I, I did not like that at all. Nope. That couldn't have been me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, well, and you know, I don't even have kids and I would have absolutely lost it. Oh man, that could not have been me if that was one of my kids and y'all just come in here and just bombard and say, hey, we got something to tell you. But like, hold on. Yeah, stop. Nobody cleared this with me. Stop. Everybody get out. Everybody turn around, go back out that door. We got to talk in the hallway. Exactly. What are you talking about? Oh, well, Liam is going to tell, you know, her that <laughs> no, no, he's no. not her husband and that her husband is gone and he got us you got a son i'm like uh because we decided it (laughs) yeah were you going to uh let me in on this or no well and then did you see bridget taylor i'm sorry i didn't talk more with you i mean that is like a that's a a throat punchable moment right there you didn't tell me 
Right. And I mean, the mother of the patient. I mean, right. she's a grown woman, but still, that's her mom. Right, right. You know, technically, they don't have the right to do that. Liam is not married to her. No, so the hospital staff could have been like, no, this is something that me, the doctor, or her parents need to discuss. They had no rights to do that, actually. No, uh-uh, not at all. And the fact that it came from Brooke and Hope was disgusting. I mean, yeah, how desperate. <clears throat> Well, you know what? But see, that's what you get for dealing with a waffler. So you, you chose a you chose a man who goes back and forth between you and you, you know, somebody that you've known for years, and he's afraid. She, they were afraid that the close because look how Liam was talking. Oh my God, I gotta be there for her. I mm-hmm. can't. She can't be alone. And right. you know, my heart aches for her. And I got to be there for, and they looking like, uh-oh, here we yep. go again. We got to rein him in. Mm-hmm. True. So, yeah, they got insecure because they know how Liam operates. When he likes to save people, and especially women, look, he almost got himself killed with Sally. Exactly. He went into an exploding building because... He wanted to save Sally and I got to get my last kiss in and you shouldn't have blown up her building. <laughs> Liam never learns, but these girls either because that mm-hmm. when, you, when somebody show you who they are, believe them. Believe them, exactly. <laughs> well, look at Ivy too. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Liam has been with Ivy, Sally, Steffi, Hope. Am I missing anybody? Uh, Amber, yeah. What about Amber? Quinn? Whenever Quinn kidnapped him, yeah, doesn't really count. I guess he but... didn't go on. Yeah, he don't go on. He didn't go on his own volition. He did not. You know, but the rest of those girls, it was always where he tried to save somebody. Yeah, yeah, and even though he and Sally only ever kissed that one time in the rubble, he still had to save her. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. So. So and so and Brooke, yeah, and Brooke and Hope knows that, so they didn't want him to get anywhere deeply, closely attached emotionally to Steffi because they know what he could do. Yeah, and Taylor knows too. Yeah, that's why Taylor was like, "Oh yeah, (laughs) I'm here." Taylor was like, "I'm here for this," so you know. Um, okay, so the other thing that we got to talk about is Sheila trying to take Steffi out. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's like this this bad penny that keeps turning up in the mm. till. She's always hovering in the background. And how do you have talking to yourself out loud and no one at the nurse's station hears your ranting and raving out loud, talking to yourself in the lobby 10 feet away. Well, I got a couple things for you. And you're absolutely right. Because <laughs> you would think somebody would hear you. Right. Here's, the, here's one thing. If you don't want somebody to remember what happened, don't show your face. Thank you. You keep popping up in her face. And like, why are you here? I keep seeing you. And then all of a sudden, the girl going to go to sleep and wake up and like, oh, my God. She was, it was right. She. Right. I mean, if. If you don't want her to remember, don't be around. <laughs> but you know, it's therein lies the absolute 
self-absorbed narcissism of Sheila Carter. Because she said when she was standing over Steffi, looking at the medication bag drip and looking at Steffi, if you just would have listened to me, if you just would have given me a chance, now you've leaving, you're leaving me no choice. I have to do this to protect myself. It's like, man, you killed your own son. You're, I don't know that you're... Well worth protecting. So let me ask you this because you, I don't know, I no, I said this two weeks ago and you might have been on the call with me before that, but I, you know, there is a 50-50 thing here because she shouldn't have shot her son, but that moment that Steffi got free from Sheila up against that garbage can and when Sheila no, backed off and said, you know what, I, I'm going to be a good person. I'm not going to do anything. That was Steffi Q to get the French toast out of there. I absolutely agree. She could have stopped her husband because that's the only reason that Finn was there because he tracked her there. Right. If she got a got out of there, she could have met Finn somewhere else. And of course, you know, told the family, oh my God, she's this, she, she, she the one that did this to Brooke and blah, blah, blah. But no, she wanted, again, do not poke the bear. Yep. You don't poke the monster. You, you got free. It's like being tackled by a grizzly bear. The moment you get free, you don't jump in front of the grizzly bear face and say, see, I can beat you. No, they're going to try to come after you again. You leave. Exactly. Leave. But no, Steffi was like, I'm in control. This is, you're going to do what I say. And I'm like, no, Steph, no. <laughs> so you can't stupid. fight insanity. <clears throat> you cannot fight crazy. Mm -mm. You just can't. And it, it seems like a running theme with both of these soaps is when crazy come around because there's some arrogance on, on the other side of this too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm in control and I can beat you. And it's like with a psychopath or a sociopath, it's not going to happen. It just don't. Not when you're rational or supposedly rational. Right. Because you can't think how the other person thinks because it's yeah, too, I mean, too far out yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, sociopaths and psychs, psychopaths are on a whole different mental mindset. You cannot think that you're going to outsmart or outbeat them unless you take them out. That's right. it. And then that makes you them. That makes you them. Exactly. So mm -hmm. that, I mean, that, that part right there, because she did horrible things. Mm -hmm. I'm not excusing her. Mm -hmm. But she had an open door to get out of there and she didn't take it. Yeah. You know, and for her to actually take, uh, dig her heels even deeper with Sheila, mm -hmm. don't poke the, nobody knew that girl had a gun in her purse. Mm -hmm. You know, so. And when I someone's mean, that diabolical, you got to expect the worst. You got to expect the worst. Mm -hmm. And you're in a dark alley by yourself arguing with this person. Are you mm -hmm. crazy? Right. You know, so I don't think that was a good decision. I don't excuse because here's the thing. After she shot um, her son, mm -hmm. now it's back in Sheila's court. Because now you gotta you shot your son, and then you turn around and you shoot his wife. That's on you now. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, because she could have ran. 
you know, I, yeah, I not ran after shooting her son, but just get out of there. If if Steffi was going to be screaming and yelling and I'm in control, get get out. One yeah. of you, two of you leave. Crazy. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. But fast forward three weeks. So, yeah, like you said, Sheila is now on a whole nother level with trying to still trying to kill this girl. Yeah, uh, it's a good thing Liam walked in when he did. I was, but see, here's the thing: we all know Jacqueline is is due to have a baby. I think I don't know if she had her child because I thought she was due the end of May of April. Mm-hmm. But um, during this time period, I would think that she's going to go on maternity leave. So my question mm-hmm. is, how? Right. Some There was some indication of some people are thinking that she's going to have problems with pain medication again. Other mm-hmm. people are thinking she's going to take the kids and go out of town for a while. So okay. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do because she did say on a video um, that she was going to work until she couldn't. Okay. Interesting. And then I don't know how many weeks she'll take after she has the baby. So... I guess we'll have to see how they exit her for her break. Yeah, yeah. And there was an article. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I did see an article on one of the um, Facebook pages today that was talking about um, how that, you know, she, that Steffi is going to remember. So maybe she remembers and maybe she does something stupid like confront her alone and maybe something happens and she's hurt and has a head injury and doesn't remember again. I mean, who knows what they're going to do? Yeah. Go off that cliff. (laughs) What'd you say? I just really want Sheila to go off that cliff. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but right now, Sheila's storyline is keeping the show interesting because other than that, they have nothing. Yeah. I just, the, the diabolical nature of it when there's babies involved. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. So I think that's it. We covered everything with Bold. We did. It was a good week. Yeah, it's, it was a good week. I'm trying to make sure we didn't see Paris yet this week. We only saw just for, Quinn yeah, no, or, just Carter and, yeah, Quinn for that brief time. Uh, yeah, that's it. You know, that's the one thing about Bold because it's a half an hour every day. You don't get a lot. You get like maybe one and a half, maybe two storylines. Like uh, unlike Young and the Restless, there's several going on at one time. So Mm -hmm. yeah, truly. All right. So what you got for the flip the script? Now for you guys who are new, our flip the script segment is if there is a particular storyline or a scene that you could change. This is where we flip the script. So what do you have for The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful for this week? So for The Young and the Restless, I really would have rather Ray not been dead. I would have had um, him, you know, be injured where he would go through, you know, rehabilitation and everything. And I would have rather have it been Ashlyn's fault outright. Um, Okay. Just because... He's been so bad of a person and I just don't want him to have another, I know what we talked about through the, you know, earlier, um, but I don't want him to have another chance with Victoria and now saving her. I don't know. I'm kind of 
not feeling it. I don't want him to be able to take advantage of that. But obviously, you know, Ray's gone, but I, I'm going to miss Ray's character. Um, and on Bold, God, that, that one, I really wanted Ridge to, if Brooke was going to behave that way, I really wanted Ridge to look at her and grab her by the shoulders and instead of handling it the way it did, he did, I would want him to take her by the shoulders and say, listen, you, you're making so many things about you right now. What I need you to do is stop talking about yourself and understand that my flesh and blood is in that other room healing and her husband is dead. You need to yep. back off of everything. So I really wish he would have been stern. If I could have flipped the script there, it would have been that he would have actually been harsh with her instead of yeah. pandering around it. Gotcha. Okay. What about you? So, okay. So for the young and the wrestlers, that whole conversation between Diane and Phyllis, when she, she was calling her saying, you're this and you're past and you're horrible. I would have wanted Diane to clap back and mm. say, look, you're no saint. So mm. before you start throwing stones in my camp, you need to look at their own boulders and yours. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I would have wanted Diane to like put the kibosh on that. I mean, good grief! I, I was just, I was just not happy with Phyllis this week. Um, yeah. On the bold and the beautiful, I would have even with Bridget saying wanting to let Liam do all that. I would, if I was Ridge, I would tell them, look. This is a family issue. I understand you're an extended family, and Brooke probably will say, but I'm your wife. Okay, yeah, fine. Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> that's my daughter. That's Taylor. It's our decision. Right. So let us make it. Let me talk to Taylor, and I will let you know. But for them to just, for Riz to just allow that whole blindsidedness to happen, I just didn't mm -hmm. like it. Now, it did work. But I just didn't like how it was handled. Agreed. So, yeah, I didn't like that, you know, of course, Brooke was trying to force Liam's hand. Liam is now and Bridget trying to force Ridge's hand, and he just goes with it. And I'm mm -hmm. like, wait a minute, anybody going to tell Taylor? Right. I thought Taylor's the standing thing. there looking like, what's happening? You know? Exactly. Well, she even said, what's going on? Yeah, she did. You know, so that would have been my flip. I would want, like you said, instead of him being so passive, he mm -hmm. should have put his foot down and said, you know what, just let us handle it. Thanks, Bridget, for letting me know that, you know, everything looks good on her test. But let me talk it over with Taylor. I'll bring Liam into this and we'll figure out what we're going to do. We can, the hope and, and Brooke has no say so over that. I agree. They don't. So. All right, girly, it was a good one. Thank you for having me. Oh, as usual, it's a pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Me too. And, and um, yeah, you guys, thank you again so much for supporting us for three years on the uh, Anchor Podcast platform. You guys are amazing coming back every week and for all of the newbies on the YouTube side thank you so much for subscribing and listening in for the last several weeks on the uh, CBS Soap Dish Recap 
of the Young and the Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful. So we look forward to the week of May 2nd through May 6th. And until then, we will see you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at the Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.